Hello. Welcome to I, I Have, Have a Strange, Strange Story, Story Podcast. Podcast. This is the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. And my name is Lindsay. And my name is Rebecca. And this is that podcast that we just talked about. <laughs> you know, the one we just said. For <laughs> two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. <laughs> That's us. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how many people hated that I just did that. <laughs> um, welcome to show, or episode number 74. Mm-hmm. This episode is going to be also a little different... Mm-hmm. We're gonna do some research and then tell a story. I know, switching it up. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be cool. Yep. It's gonna be fine. It's about a legend in Texas. But first, I think that we have an announcement. We do. Okay, we go do. ahead. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to um, our reviewer Mick Living, and I'm so sorry if I said your last name or your name wrong. I, I just assume that's a name. Thank it's like you. McLovin. It's like McLovin. I know. Yeah. Thank you so much for your amazing, amazing review. Like, it's very nice. It was so sweet, so heartfelt, and just so enjoyable. Like, I don't think that we've ever gotten as nice a review before. It's so you're really better great. than everybody else. You deserve an extra sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, we decided not to read it because, uh, I don't know why we decided not to read it, but we just decided not to read it. Um, please <laughs> check it out. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And thank you. Thank you so much. Um, send us your email address. Um, I mean, send us your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers. So, we yeah. We can send her a picture of a sticker to her email address, please. <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of her logo to your email address. <laughs> And then, um, yeah. Was there anything else that we had, or is that it? No, I can't think of anything. Um, yeah. Oh, I got a lot so, of plants. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I got a lot of plants. All the plants that you gave me to take home fucking died. Oh, I was really bummer. shocked myself. I know. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> I'm usually really good at plants, and I was like, what the fuck, you little bitches? I don't understand why they didn't make it. But I don't the, know. The stupid plants I bought at Ikea are, like, thriving. Of course. So go fucking figure. I know. It makes no mm-hmm. sense. I was disappointed and sad because I even bought a special, like, plant thing for it. But oh, whatever. man. Yeah. Well, I have become the crazy plant lady because we went to Lowe's the other day. I mean, my husband did. And I found all the on-sale plants. And they were all fucking succulents and air they plants. your help. They looked great. I'm just saying. They oh. looked great. Except for the air plants. Nobody knows how to take care of them except for me. And uh, I know. And so I took them home and made them all better. And now I seriously have them all like sprawled out on my dining room table. And I just look Aww. at them and I'm like, I can't wait hey, to put guys. you into something. But uh, my friends are getting plants. So because I truly don't need that many. So oh, that's a good idea. That's yeah. a sweet idea. Yeah, I'm um, full of good ideas. And that's it. I was going to say something bratty, but I decided not to. Okay. New year, new me. I'm not yeah. a brat anymore. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> okay, I'll say it. I'm gonna say what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking to some of the other someone the other day, and he was like, "Are you this bratty with everyone?" And I was <laughs> like, "Absolutely." <laughs> no, I don't even know why. Never mind. I don't even know what I'm doing here. What's even happening anymore? <laughs> It's because whenever you said that you're really good with plants, I was like, I'm real little and cute. <laughs> it's like the first thing I thought of. <laughs> like that was my immediate reaction. <laughs> so, yes, I am a b- fucking like brat and I'm full of myself. No, that's fine. I just had to share that. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I am glad As too. Thank who you. Listened to us didn't even know who I was. <laughs> In they case you didn't know by now. I'm reserved. I know. I don't think anybody oh. thought that. Okay, girl. Okay. All right. You want me to talk about this uh, Texas legend? Please. Listen, this is really exciting. So we're talking today about the goat man. And I came across a story on Reddit about a goat man, but it was no sleep. So it was fake, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this goat man thing? Like, I, I imagined that it was this, it like, a paranormal like creature that lived in the woods and you you know saw all over places of the world and it's a man who looks like a goat or whatever but um I did some research and I have found a lot of conflicting information on the goat man and it appears as if people can't settle on what this goat man really is I think I don't know so I'm gonna I what I'm gonna do is that I'm gonna kind of tee up you to tell a story about a goat man sighting, but I'm going to give some research about the goat man before we get started. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I say it's a Texas story. It's a legend, um, or myth or urban legend, urban legend. Okay. Um, you know, or a real thing. (laughs) I just don't know anymore. I don't know. Who knows? Um, so this is about, um, a man who lived near, is it Denton that they lived near? Yes, it was Denton. Good, I'm already going to fuck it up. Okay. Oh, no, um, so actually it was, it began in, um, because Alton? the, yeah, that's it, that's it. Okay, well, yeah, but nobody knows, I mean, Alton doesn't exist anymore. Right, but okay, it's called, really cool. okay, go on. Okay, so here's the background, and there's a couple backgrounds I'm going to tell. So the first one is about a bridge called the Alton, the old Alton Bridge. So Alton was um, a location in Texas that was near Denton, and this bridge was named after the city um, because it was the bridge that went from Alton to Denton, and the bridge was used typically to, like, um, get sheep and and cows and everything across to the other side okay so it well actually it connects denton and copper canyon i apologize but it's in alton fucking weird i don't know so anyways fast forward the city of alton they had moved everything so many times like all the political figures that were there that eventually the city just it was a ghost town and it didn't exist anymore anyways back to my story so it's built this bridge is built in 1884 Um, They also used it to get um, automobiles, of course, to the other side. Um, And this bridge was used very frequently until 2001. Um, And it makes you think, like, what the fuck was this made out of? This bridge is made out of metal and wood. And it was used until 2001, which I think is crazy. So they built another bridge, like, down the way that was cement and metal. So that's safer. Um, Okay. 
So this goes back to 1938. Locals in the area called the bridge the Goatman Bridge. Um, it's believed that there was a black man who was a goat farmer who lived north of the bridge. His name was Oscar Washburn. So if, um, 1930s, it's a bad time for black Americans who lived in America. Um, he was a very good businessman, which made a lot of white, angry men very upset. Um, they didn't like to see black men be successful. Um, specifically members of the Ku Klux Klan or the KKK. Um, so they're pretty intimidated and they don't like that this black man is successful. So he's a very successful goat farmer. The people in the town fucking loved him. And he hung up a bridge on, or he hung up a sign on the Alton Bridge that said, um, this way to the goat man's. So everybody knew that that's where he was supposed to be. So, allegedly, in August, these white men of the KKK are very upset. And that, that sign on the bridge really fucking pissed him off. So they went to his home. They kidnapped him. And then they hung him from the side of the bridge. Allegedly, when they looked over the side of the bridge, the noose that they had hung him from was empty. So they're terrified. They go back to the home where they had kidnapped him from, and they continue to murder his wife and his three kids. And they do it because they're fearful that they're going to find people are going to find out what they had done. Um, so there's another story. So that's one story about the goat man. And so apparently, like that um, Oscar Washburn. If you cross the bridge, you see him standing there. So you don't see a man that's a goat. You don't see a demonic figure. You see a black man who used to herd and raise goats and sell goats. Um, so apparently if you would cross that bridge without your lights on, you would see him standing there. Um, sometimes around the area, too, you'll see ghostly fig figures in the woods. And people who visit that area would sometimes feel grabbed, touched, um, and then allegedly maybe he's thrown some people, um, over the bridge. I don't really know. So that, that's one story behind the goat man. So it's, it's not what you would think it was with a hoofed man. Like I originally thought it was okay, but here's another side of the story. So same thing, successful black man who had goats that he raised and sold. Um, the KKK came and they demanded that he leave his home. Um, he came out of his home, he had a shotgun and he fired a warning shot into the air and this scared the members of the KKK and, um, they took off and they said, you know, we'll be back and we're going to get you. So whenever Oscar went inside his home, his wife and kids were in there and Oscar was like, this is fucking it for us. Like we, we aren't going to make it through this. We can't do this on our own. Um, he knew that they were in danger, but he didn't want to fucking leave his home. He was like. This is, this is where we live. This is how we make it. Like, we're not leaving this. So after that, anybody who tried to buy goats from Oscar um, were really harassed by the KKK. And so his business really started to go down after this. So him and his wife, they're scared to leave. The kids are scared. They're not getting any more business. It's not really a great life for them at this point. Um, so 
one night he is in his home and he's, he hears his goats screaming. So he ran outside to see what was going on with them. And what he found was that they were being slaughtered by a man. He was slitting their um, throats. So he immediately started to run after this man. He's chasing him. He's yelling at him. He gets to the bridge. When he gets to the bridge, he realizes that he is surrounded by the KKK. And he yelled to his family to run and to save themselves. Um, he tried to run away, but he, he wasn't able to fight them off. Um, they grabbed him, and they hung him over the bridge. Um, then after they hung him, they went home. They went to his home, and they set it on fire, and they killed his entire family that was inside. Allegedly, they left the body hanging there um, for many days, and then eventually it just disappeared, and nobody knows what happened to his body. It's suspected that it fell into the river that the bridge went over, but, you know, nobody's really sure. Um, Apparently, the KKK members that were involved in killing him by throwing him off the bridge, they all died under mysterious circumstances. Um, automobile accidents going across that bridge. Um, I forget what the other ones were. So the legend behind this um, that goes along with this story is that if you stand where his home was that was burned to the ground, that your skin will feel like it's burning. Um, Sometimes if you stand on the bridge, you will hear him yelling, this is our home. I swear to God, no devil is going to drive us from it. And allegedly people have disappeared from uh, the bridge and they have found abandoned cars on the bridge with no people to be found in them either. Um, And then again, if you drive across the bridge with no headlights on, he'll appear. And he's not a goat. It's just a a black man who was a goat farmer. Um, Okay, so then here's the last theory that I heard. Apparently... Oscar, oh, what was Oscar's last name? Washburn is not a real person. He never existed. And if you try to look up any records of him and his goat farm, it's not real. The other theory is, is that that bridge and that area is a place where Satanists go to have rituals um, that summoned some demon to come live in the woods. Um, It has horns and it has glowing eyes and it looks like a fucking goat man. And if you go in the area, um, you'll hear it yelling at you. Sometimes it yells the name Steve for whatever reason. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> God, it suck to be a Steve out there. I know. But a part of the issue with this, um, the issue that the, the people who have the theory that it's Satan has summoned a devil that comes or, you know, whatever, a demonic thing, um, that looks like a goat. They said the issue with saying that this was um, the farmer is that he doesn't exist in history, number one. And number two, men can't be demons. However, the other theories don't talk about him being a demon. They just talk about basically his spirit and his you know, soul being tied to this land and what had happened to him. Yeah. I mean, whenever you hear that, I mean, it sounds like a, a regular haunting or a residual haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's not what I thought it was going to be at all. I was really thinking that it was going to be um, the demonic, you know, uh, being like what the third theory is. 
But everything I read said the opposite. I was pretty shocked when I heard that he wasn't a person who really existed in history. I couldn't find a lot of research on it. Um, So I'm not quite sure. But that's that's the story of the goat man in Texas on the old Alton Bridge. Um, Do you have anything that you want to add to any of the research that you found? Yeah. So one thing that I did um, see was there was another um, another goat herder called Jack Kendall. Uh Uh-huh. And it was kind of the same thing. Um, his body was, um, he was killed. He was lynched by a group of cowboys. I imagine this man was also a black man. He was lynched by a group of cowboys for being successful, I'm sure. But then his body reanimated through the power of voodoo, ripped off the head of a nearby goat and replaced it, uh, his head with the goat's head. <laughs> yeah, so... Here's the the fucked up thing about this is that, and I feel this way with First Nation or Native Americans as well, but with mm-hmm. African Americans, there's there's no documented history about them. You know, nobody gave at the time gave a fuck, which is terribly unfortunate. So for this man to not be documented was he. This could have been either of those men. Yeah. Just wasn't documented. But then let's flip the story and make him, instead of being a victim, he was a vengeful, terrible human being that after you wronged him, which apparently killing his goats or being an asshole to him wasn't enough. You had to kill him. His family burned down his house. And then he's going to fucking curse the bridge. Right. I thought the same thing. It's very interesting how something that awful... Mm-hmm. happening to somebody they twist it into well he, it's the bridge is haunted and he hurts people like right. i actually there was a, a mini documentary on it and it was about 22 minutes it was mm-hmm. on youtube and i watched it and one of the guys acted really scared and he was like oh no this is a demon this is really dangerous and they had a ouija board and they put like salt around them and they were talking about how awful and scary it was and i was like f but well, i mean Come on. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a little insulting. The whole thing is a little insulting. I'm in agreement with you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the same thing as the, like you said, the, like a cursed cursed burial ground. ground. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, first of all, like if, if just like, just think of this logically, shall we? If there is a a Native American burial ground, the last thing they're going to do is fucking curse that land. That land is holy and sacred to them. Right. They're not going to, you know, maybe maybe somebody would, you know, get pissed off about it if they, you know, if, if they found out or whatever. But not like to the extent where they have this power and they're going to be like, but whoever steps on this and if it's a white man, we're going to haunt you and our spirits yeah. are going to come from the grave and be dicks so that you're the victim. Like, right. no. Like, white it's people weird. are just terrible. <laughs> White people are terrible, and we're white people. I know. We're both well, terrible. I, I mean, yeah, you I just talked about how bratty you were, and I'm like, I'm really, I'm really good with plants, and nobody else is good with plants. I was like, I'm little and cute. <laughs> so, yeah, we're terrible people. I completely own that. <laughs> completely. Um, I think uh, that this is an interesting story. It is, to me, it's kind of an urban legend because it did... Yeah. 
get twisted or modified and I feel like some of these things do begin with something that is that that caused the story where there is smoke there is fire as one would say so perhaps there was at one point a goat herder and he was successful and he was black and then the KKK come along and were assholes to them to to him but in in order for them to justify their their behavior they were like oh well he was actually a devil and he actually was a terrible person so i mean i think the that's the most realistic part of the story is that he was a black man who was successful and the kkk hated him so they killed him yeah but i mean um fingers crossed that all this was was satanic rituals like that'd be just that'd be the best well, you know, that even makes me a little angry, too, because people, I mean, again, the whole Satanist thing, people don't understand what Satanism means. And it doesn't mean that we're, I said that we are. I know. Like, you're just calling me out? Like, you're calling me a Satanist? You don't know I'm me. I'm a Satanist. I'm calling okay. myself one. It doesn't mean that we as Satanists are, and I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> that we're summoning the devil or demons. Like, that's crazy. I mean, I think that some people would do that. I think that some well, people... yeah, but that's not all... That's not all of them. Not not all Satanists. Yeah. Yeah. But this was back in a time... Like, let's just think about the Church of Satan now versus the Church of Satan then. The yeah. Church of Satan now is totally like this... Like, um, cool, edgy, laid back. <laughs> like, they, like, they just... They don't... Be- that's not... They don't believe in anything. They're basically yeah. atheists or agnostics, and what they're doing—they worship themselves. They're just doing it to be um, funny about it, in a way, like just to be, just to have a, this terrifying-sounding name, Church of Satan, or whatever. Yeah. But really, in real life, they're just normal atheist human beings that are do really cool things, but they do it in the name of Satan so they can get attention. Um, yeah. So, but then the people who are true like devoted to a a dark deity or whatever you know then that might be it they you could maybe call them saintists you might just call this witchcraft too you might just say there are so many symbols out there that are involved in the witchcraft community that aren't evil they're just representations of something. So it depends on what you can interpret this as. If it is, you know, like you look at a a picture of a moon with a cross on the bottom of it, and you're like, that's Satanist, when really it's just a symbol for Lilith, which is a biblical person, but not necessarily evil, except for, I mean, I guess it depends on what Bible you read and all that shit like that. But like modern day shit, probably not evil. Um so yeah, it's just it's just like the Bible. It's how you interpret it. <laughs> it is. I was gonna say something that this is t- completely off topic. I know that's okay. shocking, but wow. like, okay, I know. But I okay, I was talking to somebody last night, and I was saying something about killing animals in an inhumane way, and like mm-hmm. how crappy it is. Like we all know, I'm vegan, but you know, I had cheese today, and I think the day before, but I'm still vegan, and like I don't eat animals and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I had said like, you know, but if I like would have started out buying stuff from the farmer's market, I may not have been vegetarian. I may have just bought meat from a farmer's market because they're killed humanely. And he pointed out and he wasn't being argumentative or anything. He was like, just think 
you know, of course we need to kill animals humanely. He was like, but think about how awful nature is. He was like, the animals rip each other apart while they're alive and eat each other. And he was mm-hmm. like, he was like, I know you've got a point about eating thing, you know, killing things humanely. He was like, but like nature is fucking awful. I was like, fuck it is. That never occurred to me. I mean, another way that you can think about it is to treat them humanely before you kill them. And then, like, murder the fuck out of them? I mean, the thing is, is, like, as long as... To me, not to me, because I don't eat... I, the only meat that I eat is fish, but I do eat um, eggs and dairy, too. But, like... Um, I forgot where I was going with this. I had a couple of subsidies well, I mean, just that's, now. That's true. The issue is, is it's the meat industry and how yeah, animals don't make are it- treated prior. Right, don't make it a mass production type of, like, you know, your life doesn't matter. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, but, you know, if you're a person that eats meat, maybe go hunt a cow and, like, kill it and skin it and stuff like that and and, and see. And that might change your mind as far as, like, they should probably be... they should probably be treated with more respect than what we give them. Yeah. We, and I've never been the type of person to condone a meat eater. Like, you do you. That's your thing. That's fine. Yeah. This is what This is what animals do in nature. They eat meat. They're, like, cats can't fucking live without it. If you fed them a vegetarian diet, they would fucking die. Um, so cats. Yeah, so cats need it. <laughs> there are animals out there that, actu- that need meat and no other sustenance. Um, so I'm not going to tell anybody to stop eating it. Just maybe, I don't know. This is way off topic, but I know. Go but white people, white people suck. That's all. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tell us your story about okay. the sighting. This is awesome. Um, so I got the story from Reddit, and this is a sighting of of something on the Goatman Bridge or on the um, what was it called? Old Alton Bridge. On the old Alton Bridge. But I think now it is called the Goatman Bridge. And it sounds like this place is kind of hard to get to. And kind of like private property now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this story involves um, a young woman. She's about 21. And she is going to Dallas for the summertime to be with her father and her sisters. And she is into paranormal shit. And she's like, dude, now that we're all together, let's have a good time and go to the Goatman Bridge. Okay. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she said that she had difficulty um, convincing her dad to let them go. First of all, he's very religious. He's anti-haunted things. He's anti-demons. He's anti-attempting to contact ghosts. I'm pretty sure he's anti-goat man. Um, so she had to tell I little... I think he would love our show. Totally. I hope he hears. Um, so <laughs> she had to tell a little fibaroo and be like, hey, we're going to go to Six Flags, Dad. And then afterwards, we're going to go to dinner. And so he's like, okay. And so they go. And I don't know if they go to Six Flags or not, but maybe they did. But anyways, woohoo, Six Flags. Um, so... They drove to the old Alton Bridge, 
And getting to this bridge sounds like it's fucking difficult. So she said her GPS was not updating. They missed the turns. They had to loop around on a country road. And there was a fucking soccer game going on. Dude, I can totally relate to this so hard. Like, just losing my way for hours in the same (laughs) spot. And then also, you know, in Texas... In Texas, football is a big thing, but also, strangely enough, soccer is a big thing. There what? are there are so? soccer fields fucking everywhere. Everybody goes to a soccer game. Like, all the family comes out. Dude, you were in fucking soccer. You know how it goes. I know. I just wanted some attention. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, soccer is also a big deal. And, um, but, the, the, you know, designated fields are like parks and shit. So everything gets shut down. So she's having to fight the soccer crowd. She's having to fight her GPS. But eventually she found this old dirt road um, that she was supposed to turn on to get to this bridge. So she turns on the bridge. She parks in this makeshift parking area. And whenever they get out, she runs into um, a group of adults. And they were just coming from the bridge. And they were like, hey... By the way, there's no Goatman out tonight, but have fun. And also, there's a creepy path kind of to the left of the bridge that maybe y'all should check out. So, peace and bye. So, they uh, left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the adults left. Um, and the girls decided that they were going to go ahead and, and try their luck with Goatman anyway. So, they duck under a metal fence to seek out the bridge in question. Now, I'm just going to stop right here. We are not telling anybody to trespass. <laughs> if it, I mean, I'm no, more concerned no. about those adults. Why? They left. Um, I don't believe they left. I think they turned around and murdered them. Okay, well, they didn't. Spoiler, they did not. But anyways, do not trespass, please. Um, we're not telling you to. If you do, we don't know you. Uh, we won't buy you out of jail. So this was like at 1030 at night. And this is setting the scene. I just love it because it kind of makes me homesick for Texas a little bit. She says, the cicadas were chirping. It was eerily still. I bet it was humid, too. Um, It's hot as fuck. And hot, yeah. So she said that she felt the heavy weight of, um, of just something in the air. And she felt like they were being watched as they walked through the the dark uh, forest. They used the flashlights on their phone, um, but it was you know how flashlights are on your phone; they're dim as fuck, um, and they barely lit up the path in front of them. Um, but she said that she was kind of psyching herself out a little bit. She almost expected something to to jump out and scare her at any moment, um, and so she had to kind of just calm her tits and and tell herself. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's just in my head. Um, they can barely see, but um, and they all feel pretty spooked at this moment, but they finally get to the bridge, and it is okay. so dark. They can barely see anything. They're, they still have this feeling of being watched, and it's even stronger at the bridge. Um, once again, she she brushes it off. She's like, this is just your mind playing tricks on you. Um, they're having a great time too, reading like the satanic symbols that are carved into the wood on the bridge. What? So that's, that's fun. I know that's fun. Um, so she shines her flashlight to the end of the bridge, and she swore she saw a black mass standing at the end. 
So she looked again and it was gone. Um, but she heard something moving around in the woods where they had come from. And they heard something from the creek. But they nobody saw anything. And it's fucking dark out here. Yeah. You know, there's no lights. There's no city atmosphere or whatever. So if you're going to walk around out there without a flashlight lawn, you're probably going to make a lot of noise. So that's why I don't think they're going to be followed by anybody. Plus, you can see a flashlight if it's dark as fuck outside. Um, so, um, so they didn't see anybody. But that's when shit got weird. Um, she said that her sister stood where the shadow was seen. And she thought she saw an eye looking up at her from under the bridge. Her other sister felt physically sick and thought she heard a voice, but couldn't make it out. Thought she heard a voice in the wood, by the way. In the woods, by the way. Yeah, that's apparently where mm-hmm. a lot of activity is, is the woods. Okay. Exactly. So she's like, okay, let's leave the bridge and let's check out that path that those those adults had told us about. And so they start walking towards it. And all of a sudden, all their flashlights went fucking out. So, nope. <laughs> so they all got freaked out. Um, but one of them was able to get the light back on. And that's when she saw it. At the entrance of the forest, about 20 feet away, was a tall, black, shadowy mass. It, she describes it as looking slightly transparent, but also solid, kind of like flickering or wavering. She said it's hard to explain, but it appeared to have long, sharp claws and holding something, but she couldn't tell. Um, and she could hardly see its eyes, but she definitely felt like it was being they were being watched and this thing was evil. So she's looking at this thing. She's frozen in disbelief. And she was like, okay, this is just my mind playing tricks on you, on me. Very logical woman, by the way. She's just like, my mind is playing tricks on me. I'm just going to take a step closer to see if I can make anything out. So she does that. And as soon as she does, the thing fucking moved. And she was she was like, okay, it's time to panic. So she she started screaming. She said she never screamed so loud in her life. She told her sisters to run. And her sister's like, okay, stop playing. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not fucking playing. They finally took her seriously after she just kept on screaming. And they booked it to the, back to the car. So they're all running. She turns around to look back. And she sees this thing running after them. But then oh, it no. vanished. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck that shit, man. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so this is her action hero um, scene. So she slid. She ran to the fence. They slid under the fence. They unlocked the car, tore out of the parking place, and fucking booked it out of there. She said that she screamed and cried, and she was shaking so hard that she could barely breathe. Um, but eventually, on the ride home... They were all just silent and trying to process uh, what they had seen. And she was just trying to find a logical explanation. She still doesn't know what she saw to this day. I think that everything probably happened too fast. And, like, what are you going to do? Stick around after something like that? You're not going to stick around. So you just leave. This is kind of funny. But she saw two people running into the woods as they were leaving. And she's wondering if they went in. Because they heard her screaming and they just, they just left those people to run back into the woods to this, to this entity or whatever. 
But whatever. I I mean, I'd do the same thing. I wouldn't stop anybody. I'd probably just keep on going. Yeah. So that's what I have. And what's interesting about this, Lindsay, is that you had talked about you wanting to to discuss the goat man. And mm-hmm. so I didn't do any research on it, but I looked for a goat man story. And I was expecting as well that it would be a horned beast with the head of a goat yeah. and the body of a man or the body of a goat and the head of a man or, you know, like whatever. A satyr? A satyr? A, a satyr? satyr? A satyr. It's a satyr. It's a satyr. It's pan. Yeah. Like from Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, exactly like that. Um, yeah. That guy's yeah. fucking creepy. But you know what? After the research... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just after the research, this story makes more sense. That she did not see a, a setter or any type of uh, anthropomorphic creature or... Anything like that. It makes sense that she sees... You there. You sound like a scientist. I know. Every time I say that word, you point it out. But anyways... (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, it does make more sense now. They heard voices in the fucking woods. Yeah, that's creepy. Their flashlights went out, and after they came back on, they saw somebody standing on the other side of the bridge. Isn't that what happened? Check, check, check. Yes. Yes. They heard voices from the woods. Yeah. Like, this is classic. What it they had it. was a classic Goatman bridge experience. You did. Everything hey, you could ever ask kids. for. Yeah. Congratulations making it on our show, number one, first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> we don't just take two. any story. We take uh, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> We don't turn any of them away. We tell them all. Nope. They're all fucking good. They're all good. They, they are really all good. are worthy of being read. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but like, seriously, that encompassed, it's almost like everything we talked about. It's everything that I talked about in the um, like legends or whatever mm-hmm. that could happen. Exactly. The only thing that was different about hers is that she said it had like long claw like hands. Mm hmm. And I hadn't heard that before. I haven't either. But, I mean, Um, I guess it just depends on how long you look at something and what something looks like. You know what I mean? I think that it's a little bit difficult to for your mind to process something in just a quick look. Do you like how I got mad at that documentary? I was like, they put a circle of salt around themselves. Yeah, that's for protection. I'm like, bitch, please. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's for protection, but, like, and then they did it with a Ouija board, and, like, Ouija boards aren't bad. Yeah. I I had a conversation with one of my husband's friends about it, and I was, like, because, so I wore, so Lindsay was so kind, and we, she bought us both these really cute Ouija boards, um, sweatshirts. We should take pictures of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a planchette tattoo on my arm. And so yeah. we went out for my husband's birthday and all of his friends were there. And John had pointed out my tattoo that it was a planchette. First of all, he didn't know. He was like, what is that called again? I said planchette. And he's like, he's like, she's got a planchette. Exactly. 
<laughs> and he was it? and he was it's not a heart you guys and then because oh. <laughs> he thought it was a heart and then um i wore my uh ouija board shirt and one of his friends like you know i've never played with a ouija board and i was like let me tell you something and i just went into the whole history and my husband was just like ah oh, you had to ask <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that because I was going to wear it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, you know, people are going to be like, that's bad. And I'll have to be like, actually, the Fox sisters. And like, I was going to go into the whole thing. But it's then an, I was like, nah. it's an excellent conversation piece. It is mm-hmm. a fucking conversation starter. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this is just a Ouija board. Yeah, they're not satanic. It was just something that the satanic panic made him a bad thing. But before that, it was in spirituality. But, you know, I've got a podcast and I know a lot about this stuff. Here's a sticker. Have you noticed how little I am yet? Shut up. My sister's Look really at my good at plants. <laughs> I'm ready for the coronavirus and I've been ready for it for weeks. Oh my God. It's just well, I mean, like if we dark. Get, if we get quarantined. Oh, you mean, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I already you. bought all this shit. Like, oh, people yeah, are yeah. cleaning out the shelves now, and I was like, kids, I cleaned out the shelf, what was it, like four weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago? Three yeah. weeks ago, we, we bought stuff. Yeah. By we, I mean you and me, or me and my fucking dogs. Right. And my stupid cats. I'm going to hate them all. We already got everything we needed a few weeks ago. At least I got like that. 60 cans of beans. It's going to be farty up in that place. Don't let it uh, match. It's not going to matter because I'm going to be all, all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Oh, well. Anyways. Yeah, so um, that was... So uh, yeah, that was cool. I liked. Um, thank you so much for sharing for letting us share your story. Um, I felt very nostalgic reading it, thinking that I kind of want to go back to Texas. Uh-huh. Um just a little disclaimer once again <clears throat> if you want to go to this bridge and it is private property we did not send you there we don't know you and you don't know us i don't know how you Dude, got there or how you figured it out i'm going to fucking go i'm going okay well I, am going I don't know you go by myself great idea all right okay well, if you would also like to be featured on this show, you can do it by sending us your story to I Have a Strange Story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to read your story. Yeah, subscribe, rate, and review us. And if you do review us, please give us a nice one. And if you give us a nice review, please take a snapshot of that. Send it to our email address with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers. And if you would like to send us something weird, send it to P.O. Box 2292, Georgetown, Texas. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N, Texas, 78627. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, until next time. Bye. Bye.